0: Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. When we're in the market for a new job, we look for several factors before applying for the position. Of course, you have to consider salary and schedule. Some may look for room for advancement. Here recently, the ability to work remotely has become important. Another factor to consider are the benefits. These may include insurance, 401k, vacation, cell phone plan, and so on. Well, brothers and sisters, today we're going to look at some of the benefits of the Lord. Today's topic, Don't Forget the Benefits of the Lord. Our passage today is going to come from Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. Let's go to the scriptures. Verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquity. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like eagles. In verses one through five, we see five personal benefits the Lord gives to us as his beloved people. The first one we're gonna look at is salvation. Take a look at verse three. It says, he pardons all of our iniquities. We were guilty with the debt we could never pay in full, but God gave us a full pardon what a benefit. As Micah 7.18 says, who is a God like the Lord, pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression? Then we have healing. Again, look at verse 3. It says, he heals all of our diseases. You may say, wait, why do we still die if the Lord heals all of our diseases? Well, there's more than one part to that answer. Right now, we're healed of the spiritual disease of sin in line with the pardoning of our iniquities, and ultimately, we will have a disease-free physical body forever at the resurrection. The Lord can heal our present bodies if he so chooses. Another part of that answer is that the disease may be disciplinary and be taken away when the believer confesses his or her sin. See James chapter 5. Then there's the hard truth that in His sovereignty, He may choose not to heal diseases to somehow use our bouts with sickness or even death for His glory. Then we have redemption. Take a look at verse 4. It says, He redeems our life from the pit. We are saved not only from eternity and hell, but for protection in this life from the pitfalls that could lead to a premature death. This word redemption comes from the slave trade. It is the price paid to free an individual. We were slaves in the market of sin, but God in his mercy bought us back to himself or redeemed us, not with gold or silver, but with his own precious blood. We are no longer slaves to sin, but now we can be slaves to God and righteousness. Paul has a lot to say about this in Romans 6, verse 15 through 23. Then we have reward. Verse 4 also tells us, He crowns us with steadfast love and mercy. Listen, we're not only forgiven sinners, but we are crowned with the loyal love and tender care of the God of the universe. This steadfast love, or as some translations put it, loving kindness, is a beautiful word that means giving everything to the ones who deserve nothing. Church family, we deserve nothing but death. But in his steadfast love, he gave us eternal life with him. What a benefit of mercy. Finally, we have renewal. Verse 5 reminds us that he satisfies us with good things, that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Two other scriptures may come immediately to mind. Psalm 84 verse 11 says, No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And Isaiah forty thirty-one says, Those who wait upon the Lord shall mount up with wings like eagles. So how are we to, to respond to these gifts, to these benefits? As verse 2 says, let's not forget them. We should praise the Lord for his personal benefits. Our response should be like that of David in verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. You may be thinking, what can I possibly do to bless the Lord? Isn't everything his already anyway? What does he need from me? How could I be a blessing to the Lord? Blessing the Lord means to show adoration for the Lord as we thank him and praise him. The idea is that David wanted to praise the Lord with more than just his lips. He wanted to praise the Lord with every ounce of his body and spirit. He didn't want to just go through the motions of religious practice or rote prayer and lip service, as some may do today. No, David wanted to praise the Lord with all that was in him. So why don't we do that now? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, let us not forget all of your benefits. Thank you for the salvation that we have in Christ. There is truly none like you. Thank you for the healing that we have from sin and the healing that you continue to do in us as we walk in faith. Let us trust you when you choose not to heal. Thank you for redeeming us back from sin and to yourself at such a great cost. We cherish your steadfast love and your mercy. You alone can satisfy, Lord, and you alone are our strength. We thank you for your blessings that we have in Christ, in whose name we pray, and amen. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship Church pastoral staff and on Sundays for our online services. Go to our website, www.bfccbring.com, for more resources. Catch our services on YouTube and Facebook at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Have a blessed day.